0: And welcome to For the Podcast. This is episode fifty-four. I'm Michael here with Jason. Hey, Jay.
1: Hey, what's up?
0: Um, not much. Just wanted to get together and uh, catch up on some things. Sure. All right. So first thing, it's the story I've been dying to tell you.
1: <laughs> I know we were going to record last week, and I was really anxious to uh, to hear what the result was. But then I, I got you to tell me anyway. So, anyways, let's let's discuss in the podcast.
0: Okay. So here's what was happening the 2012 retina macbook pros have a battery that's i guess glued to the top case um and so before this you had like the user replaceable batteries so these you have to go to the apple store and then you pay them like 200 bucks and then they'll replace it for you so what people have found out is i guess there's been a shortage for some whatever reason of the top case um and some people with these um, mid-2012 and early 2013 MacBook Pros um, were getting them, would go in and ask for the battery to be replaced. Um, and then since the case was taking longer than usual um, to fulfill, Apple was offering um basically like a refurbished unit that was gonna be at least equivalent to the laptop you had. So uh, maybe a 2012 or 2013 is what they would tell you. And then they would call you and then you would most likely get anywhere from like a 2015 to 2017 MacBook Pro.
1: That's crazy. Um,
0: this was insane. So this came out on like Monday, July 24th. Um, I think it's, it's, it had already been going on for a few months. Um, but I oh, didn't really? see it. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I didn't see it at all. Um, I guess it was, there were a few posts on the Apple subreddit. Okay. Yep. Um, but I, I first saw it on Monday, July 24th on Mac rumors. And I was like, Hey, I have a 2012, uh, Retina MacBook Pro. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was actually thinking about getting the battery replaced at some point. Um, just cause like the computer is actually, you know, it still works really well. And when I was like setting it up, you know, or like cleaning it out. Like it's, it's still like a great computer. I like it a lot. But I mean, if I can get a new one or a newer one, then heck yeah. So I was like, I got to make this like appointment. Cause I know this is not going to last forever. Like I, I just thought this was like a loophole that people maybe had just figured out. I didn't know at the time that it had been going on for months. I was like, I better just go before like everyone with a 2012 or 2013 MacBook Pro goes in <laughs> and gets yeah. this replaced. So I made my appointment. And, um, I went and I just, you know, pretended like I didn't know what was going on, just randomly coming in with, with my laptop that I want my battery replaced. And so they, um, ran diagnostics and I guess it had to re- it had to have like certain criteria, like less than, was it 70% charge with fewer than 1000 cycles? I don't know. Like I, think it was I 80%. don't know. Less than 80%. Yeah. So I don't know how they were coming up with this. Maybe that's just like the cutoff for Apple. Um, I think there's like some visual diagnostic that you could see. And then if you're not like below that line, then they wouldn't replace it for you. Um, so I mean, my battery was already like crap. So I knew that it, like I didn't need to do anything to it. Um, and sure enough, it failed the test. And then I was really nervous. They're like, okay, well, we can replace the battery for 200 bucks. Um, you just leave it here. And I was like, okay, sure, that sounds good. And then he's, you know, the Apple genius is just like, doot, doot, doot on his little iPad. Um, and, uh. (laughs) Is that the official sound? That that is. That is. Those are the sounds that, that, those are the sounds that he made. Um, and then he was just like, it took a really long time because I know, I, I knew what was popping up. There was like a service (laughs) bulletin.
1: But you're like, well, uh, what's going on there?
0: <laughs> he's like, he's like, hang on a second. I'm going to need to, uh, I'm going to need to go, go to the back real quick, but this is all good. Um, don't worry. And he went back for like a really long time. Um, and then he, he came back out and he was like, so this is like probably never going to happen again to you, but. For some reason, like, we have a shortage of the top... He basically said, you know, I already knew. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no way, what? Like, this is so crazy. Uh, <laughs> and then, I don't know, like, there was, like, another genius working on, like, a like an iPhone. I think she knew, like, about the program. So, like, she kept, like, looking over and giving me, like, strange looks. Like, I definitely know what's going on. <laughs> but I, I think this guy had, like, never, like, had not done it yet. Um, so, he was, like... He was really amazed. He's like, so, basically, you just... Pay the same price of a battery replacement. And then, um, in like, you know, one or two weeks, you come back, um, you give us the laptop and we'll give you like a, I guess it's called a CRU. Um, I don't know what that stands for. I don't know if it's like certified replacement, replacement unit, unit or yeah. customer replacement unit or something, sure. but it's basically a, it, they, what they called it is like a functionally equivalent model. Um, mm-hmm. or they, he said you can wait till like middle of September. And then we can repair the battery for you then. Hmm. And I was like, let me think about this one. <laughs> I can get a, he's like, yeah, it'll probably be like a, like what you have at least. Um, but probably like a 2015. Um, because I think we're, you know, we don't have the 2012s or 2013s. Yep. Uh, and I was like, oh, he's like, I was like, why wouldn't I do that? That sounds great. So he's like, okay. So he took my credit card information um he's like we'll be in touch like you know the store will call you when the computer comes in and then you can come pick it up and then give us your laptop so i was like nice um and then i think you were thinking about finding a, a macbook pro to do this with too
1: yeah when you sent the link i was like maybe i can find a cheap one on craigslist or something uh and most 2012 macbook pros probably have battery issues um so i was looking around and I actually found one and I was like, hey, what's the battery condition? Like how many cycles does it have? And like, what's the health? And one person was like, uh, it was a relatively cheap price. And he was like, oh, the, the health was perfect because like I just got the battery replaced like, you know, not too long ago. And I was like, didn't talk to that guy anymore. Like, I'm get like, well, yeah, yeah. i get out. I don't want that one. right? Um, anyways. Okay. So uh, I ended up not buying a, uh, a old MacBook Pro on Craigslist. And it was probably for the better because uh, what happened the next day?
0: So the next day, there was. I don't know. So there were, there were like. The post said that Apple was supposedly like furious that this had gotten out, um, and that they were basically ending the program. So that was like, I went in on Monday, and by the, like middle of day, Tuesday, towards the end of the day, Tuesday, the gravy train had, uh, come to a stop. So. Um, it seemed like people were like suddenly Apple had stock of this top case and could you know <laughs> like I don't understand how that happened though like, like I don't know if you know like if they just found some that were like hiding in the <laughs> corner of like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know oh we, we were moving stuff to you know our new spaceship campus and we found a bunch of uh, uh top <laughs> cases that we didn't know we had Um, I don't know if they were doing that and then maybe if you called their bluff then maybe you could still get like a replacement unit or if they legitimately were like okay we'll just like you know Will actually replace your battery now. Like I, I, mean, I don't know because I didn't, I didn't follow up on what happened there.
1: Yeah, that I don't know either. I mean, maybe it like cost them too much money to, um, like that they were losing money on the, on the two hundred buck replacement, right? To like, yeah. acquire the the new top cases, and so they were like, I ah, forget it. We'll just give them uh, a laptop or or whatever. It's not worth the trouble. But then once they realized so many people were doing it, and they were losing out by giving them, you know, relatively new laptops, uh-huh. uh huh, that they. Somehow paid to get more. I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what happened, but like the people that the people that went afterwards were getting denied. They were just being offered the battery replacement, um, or they were being offered, I don't know, something else. Maybe some were being offered like a a mount towards a new laptop or something, but nothing as good as the $200 for uh, like a replacement unit. Um, So then I started freaking out because. I'm kind of in limbo here because my order hasn't been processed. My credit card has not been charged. Um, like they could easily, they have no reason for me to like, you know, to honor my thing. It, the email or like the service order says, you know, we will get the customer like a, that's like the proposed solution is we'll get a, you know, the CRU, but it wasn't like a guarantee. Like we promise that we will give you the CRU. They could easily be like, oh, hey, you know, we got top cases back in. We can do the battery. Bring in your computer. And then I would be really sad. Um, so I was, like, actively following this. It was, like, a very nervous few days. Um, and then I think it was, like, Thursday or Friday that I my credit card got charged. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't heard anything from from the store. So I was, like, okay, this might be, like, a promising sign because, you know, they didn't call me about this after, like, you know, and said, hey, there's something up um so if you know we're holding on to like status quo then maybe i will get this like unit but then i was like what if it's like a 2012 or 2013 but either way it's going to be better right because maybe mine has some like chips and scratches and then um even if it's a 2013 that's like you know maybe six to nine months newer than the laptop that i had um so i wasn't expecting much so i go to the store. Um, And then they did like, they told me to bring my laptop and my, um, my power adapter. Um, it was just like really rushed. I gave them my laptop. They came out with like a, a shrink wrapped box, which I was like, my heart kind of like skipped a little bit. I was like, okay, all right. This is like, (laughs) this is good. Yeah. Um, and then people said that they like took the box and like, you know, you had to leave the box there.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um, but they gave it to me like shrink wrapped and they're like, okay, here you go. Have a good day. And that was it. Oh, so it was like
1: a shrink wrapped, like brand new MacBook Pro. It wasn't even like a um, like a refurbished one.
0: It's a refurbished MacBook Pro. Oh, but um, in it a doesn't. Box? It doesn't have the yeah. It doesn't have the picture of like the Mac. You know how like the uh, refurbished okay. boxes are like uh, they're like just kind of blank. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, but it is shrink wrapped, um, so it is a, a quote unquote like brand new refurbished unit. Like I'm sure if you <laughs> ordered if you ordered from the refurb Apple store, yeah, um, this is what you would get.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: So I was like, and then I read that some people were asking to make sure that it had a discrete GPU because you know the 15-inch MacBook Pros had a discrete GPU, and then some of the ones from like 2015, I think, had just like a regular GPU, like Mm -hmm. I mean a a integrated GPU. Yeah. So
1: So that would be supposedly some
0: some of the yeah some of the questions. I guess if you noted like, hey, I need a discrete GPU anecdotally some people were saying oh then like i was you know they guaranteed me like a later one that had one like a 2016 or 2017 Uh i didn't do that and so before they even gave me the unit i was like uh does this have a discrete gpu (laughs) Uh and like i don't know if they had just done like a ton of these replacements but like she was like really annoyed and she was like uh it's like it's gonna be the same as what you gave us so i was like okay and then she was gone so I was just oh. sitting there at the Apple store, and then I looked, and let me it's still shrink-wrapped
1: right now. Oh, you haven't even opened it?
0: I haven't, even, <laughs> I haven't opened it yet.
1: Wait, so do you even know which model it is? You do, right?
0: I do. Okay. Uh, just because, you know, on the box it has it. Oh, it tells you. Okay. Yeah. So it is the... Um, I didn't get the latest one. I didn't get the 2017 MacBook Pro.
1: Which some people got.
0: Some people got. That's insane. I didn't get the 2015 MacBook Pro, which some people also got. All right. So I got the same laptop that I like I'm currently using. Like, (laughs) uh, it's the, the late 2016 MacBook Pro, the, the redesigned one with a touch bar. Okay. Um, so mine was the base model MacBook Pro, um, the 2012. It was the 2.3 gigahertz, I think with eight gigs of RAM and then a 256 gig SSD. Uh huh. Um, and then for some reason, I had AppleCare on it, and then the logic board or something was messed up. They replaced my logic board, and somehow they upgraded me to 16 gigs of RAM randomly. (laughs) Like, maybe they didn't have the right one. But at the time, uh, when I went to the store on Monday, the genius was like, hey, so so you upgraded your RAM. So this, like, bumps you up to, like, the next category of, like, whatever we would replace it with. Yeah. So you would like get like the next tier up. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So I got the 2.7 gigahertz with the um, 512 gig SSD. Wow. Um, with the Radeon Pro 455. And I think the 450 was base on the ones that we bought. And I think 256 gigs was the base when we bought it. But I think we bought the upgraded model because there was like a price mistake yeah, on, on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. yeah, so
1: you got lucky twice with the same computer that you bought in 2012.
0: Yeah, I that's did. That's insane. I'm um, <laughs> That's crazy. So it's it's not a it's not the brand new one. And like I wish they'd asked me like, oh, do you want space gray or silver? Because I totally would have gotten space gray. But you got silver. Yeah, but you know, at that point, I was gonna be like, hey guys, uh, can, can I get yeah. a space gray model here? Yeah. Uh, I was just like, I'm just gonna take this and I'm gonna run. Sure. Uh, I felt like I was just like robbing the store. So it's like, what a good experience. Like, I mean, this is why. You know, like Apple customer service is known for being, you know, good. Like I know this, I remember this happened to one of my friends. She had a laptop that I think was, um, it was like the, maybe the 12 inch MacBook Pro, like from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't have, they weren't stocking anymore. They did the same thing. They gave her, I think a 13 inch MacBook Pro, like a new one. Oh, and this wow. was like back in like 2007 or 2008. And I was like, man, like, I don't think I'd like ever get that lucky. Um, but <laughs> well, you tell
1: her now yeah so i well, know I'm, so do you think that like you need to have apple care for this stuff or do you think like if i because we have like the 2016 macbook pro right if i hold on to this thing long enough and then like i don't know i need to get the battery replaced or maybe this one you can replace the battery but like something goes wrong with it say like the logic board fails or the screen fails right yeah can you always just pay the replacement and then they'll give you a new one because they don't make it anymore
0: you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Um I mean I it definitely doesn't have to do with Apple Care because all of those right, computers like, like I had Apple on mine, but it was a twenty twelve computer, so yeah, by twenty fifteen it was already yeah, it was done. So it was it was not under Apple Care anymore. Um so yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know if you went like but I think now they they call them um what do they call them classic or legacy or something and they don't support they technically don't support them anymore
1: oh uh, okay
0: so i think that's maybe like the loophole so you have to get one that's still being supported that's not under apple care and right. then there's some weird
1: so you just need to figure out when that sweet spot <laughs> is and then like trade it in and then test your luck
0: i guess so yeah like i don't know what the next one is um so i thought that you know originally this was like a Program that got killed because like too many people found out. Mm -hmm. Um, but then like in the, in like the comments, there was one, like an Apple service provider, like the third party Apple repair guys. Mm -hmm. They, they also apparently were authorized to do the same stuff. Like, you know, apply to get the customer a refurbished unit. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in the bulletin, it looked like it started in April. Um, and then it said it had like a clear due date of like July 25th, which is like the, which was like a Tuesday. After like the thing got released on Monday, after the Mac Rumors article, so like I don't know, the timing was just weird, Um, and like Mac Rumors was getting a lot of crap um, for like posting this and like exposing this, but honestly, like all these people wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for Mac. Like I wouldn't have known about it. Right, right. That's Um, insane. So yeah, really, really crazy thing. So yeah, it's kind of cool. This one, I don't think I'm going to sell. I think I'm just going to give this one to my dad um, because he has like an, an old thirteen um, inch MacBook Air. Yeah. That he was carrying around. So I'll probably sell that one instead or wait for that to have a weird issue that I can <laughs> <pay> trade <it> up. <laughs> um no, I think yeah, I'll probably sell that one. So it'll it all works out well.
1: Nice. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's good like deal. the deal of the century. Yeah, so far.
1: Yeah. It's better than the one that we got five hundred dollars off of the uh oh wait, how much did we get? Did we eight hundred dollars off of our
0: laptop? I think it's seven or eight hundred dollars. That's pretty good. That but is but it's
1: deal. but it's not like a twenty five hundred dollar computer have to pay for $200. two hundred dollars. grand, right? Yeah, right, right, right. You pay two hundred dollars,
0: which is insane. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. really nice, it's crazy. Um, probably never happened to me again. I'm trying to reverse well, jinx myself. Hopefully,
1: so it hopefully it happens to me. Oh no, hopefully it never happens to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um. All right. What's uh? I guess we'll keep the apple train rolling. Sure. So, yeah. your favorite. Uh, <laughs> your favorite home speaker
1: i actually sold my uh, sonos play 3 yesterday uh just so I'm, I'm trying to clear out my sonoses in anticipation of the home pod
0: i am gonna buy a play base oh you are yeah why i'm doubling down on sonos so
1: no home pod for you or uh, uh
0: probably still home pod <laughs> um... of course <laughs> but no i I am going well, do you know the Verizon Smart Rewards thing? Oh yeah, uh-huh. That program is, that? is ending. Um and I think the they they basically have like a pretty much standard kind of 20% discount on Sonos products.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and then I have a TV now in our bedroom that I didn't have before. Um that doesn't have any like it's just using like regular speakers right now and then mm-hmm. the base is like it's not the one that's like you know, kind of like the two legs on the extreme sides Yep. or like on the extreme edges. It's just like a, it's one that the play base could fit under. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably get one for that. Cool. Yep. Um, and then burn, burn some of those Verizon points. Um, but your favorite speaker. So play three. So what do you have now? Play one? Two play ones?
1: I have like five play ones. But okay. I mean, the, the issue is because we're moving uh, next week to a uh, one bedroom apartment my two bedrooms so we just have a lot less space it's actually like half the space that we have right now
0: mm-hmm. so
1: i just don't need as many sonos players
0: yeah is and it like a better area or a more it is a more area? convenient location
1: i think okay. like there's just more restaurants and and stores and things around so i'm actually really looking forward to that and also it has um web pass
0: are, are you is familiar with web pass? internet it's a oh giga- is that gigabit. Like the the antenna one like the wireless one
1: Mm, i don't know exactly how i think it uses the phone line but okay. like uh it's gigabit internet and it's really cheap if you pay for one year up front it's like yeah 45 a month
0: okay that's amazing
1: yeah i think it's owned by google now it used to not be owned by google but now it's okay. like part of google fiber yep so um i'm excited for that
0: i wish i had like a fiber solution here yeah uh, like either the fios or i always wanted like yeah like you know the Google solutions that they got in like random. Oh yeah, like towns, like Missouri or yeah Kansas, Kansas City, or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's awesome. That'll be great. So I will uh, send you my um, <laughs> count information. You can set up a server and oh yeah, uh,
1: I could. There's no there's no bandwidth limits too, so that's good.
0: All right, well we'll we'll be talking about this after the po- <laughs> podcast. Yeah, for, for our, for our the home podcast, movies, right after dark for yeah all the home movies that I yeah. have that have German um, subtitles. i mean i'm trying to pick up german yeah um okay so this homepod which is apple's uh siri speaker or their their sonos competitor
1: this is a weird story right
0: this is a weird story so i guess the firmware for the homepod got released in advance of apple employees getting homepods to test
1: yeah that's what so basically what happened was i remember waking up and reading the story that like the homepod firmware was released which made no sense to me because the HomePod's obviously not out and it won't be out for like five months. Yep. Uh, I didn't really pay too much attention. I was like, that's fine. Like, I don't know why they would do this, but who cares? And then like maybe a day or two later, uh, it started like details of the new iPhone came out because it was like embedded in the code for the HomePod firmware.
0: So wouldn't Apple be really careful about this kind of stuff generally, like removing yeah. references to things that are not yet released?
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they, I think they try, but even like when they do like the betas of like software, people can kind of dig in there and see like kind of guess as to like new features or touch ID or things like that. That's happened in the past. But um, I think so, John Gruber, his explanation, and I assume that someone kind of tipped him off, but um, his understanding that he posted on his blog was that uh, Apple was getting ready to kind of like lend or like, you know, give out HomePods to employees to test in their own homes. And then they were pushing out a software update to to those HomePods, and so they put them, you know, and and because it's being seeded to Apple employees, I guess they were a little bit more lax about not hiding the internal code. Okay. But then they made a mistake because they put it on the wrong server, and like they didn't whitelist it to only go out to Apple employees, so anybody could technically download this file. Okay. And so people did download the file, right, <laughs> and uh, started digging around, and like Steve Trouton Smith, who's like an Apple developer just kind of broke news on, like, a bunch of different things, including, like, iPhone, the the new iPhone Pro details.
0: Okay, so let's go kind of, like, bit by bit here on what they released from, like, most boring to most exciting.
1: Most (laughs) boring. Okay.
0: You can go. So they released uh, the first UI sounds of the smart speaker. Did you hear those? I did hear them. Eh, They're fine. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, they sound like whatever. There's, like, alarms and timer sounds and stuff like that. Yep very okay so whatever um it's going to have a display
1: yeah so they the, apparently in the homepod code there's like a display resolution
0: like 272 by 340
1: yeah i have no idea what that means
0: so yeah i don't know is that just like the top little like Siri blue purplish like thing i think thing? so
1: right like i i don't i still don't expect like people to actually use that display for anything meaningful other than like Siri or like volume controls, maybe like the time of like, I don't know, like the, the track that's
0: playing. You think it'll be kind of like Google home? Yeah. I, 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 I don't think it's going to be like the, the yellow, be like red, green, blue uh, things.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like, uh, the echo show.
0: Right. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. That's the boring stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you can talk about the cool stuff.
1: So, I mean, I don't know which order to take to...
0: It doesn't matter. To, okay.
1: So um, I guess the first thing that I saw was uh, they are, they've are they released like a glyph, like an icon of like the new iPhone. Yep. And it looks kind of like these... I don't know if you've seen the. I assume you've seen them. But like the... It's like a full edge-to-edge screen with like a very thin bezel around the bottom left and right. And then at the top, there's kind of like a cutout. It's kind of like the um, Andy Rubin's Essential Phone except for mm-hmm. that one is like a really like I don't know it's a really thin notch up top, but like uh, the the home or the iPhone is like I guess maybe half the screen like in the middle. Yeah. So I mean so this glyph seems to confirm that, right?
0: Yeah, so this looks like I mean it seems it's it kind of lines up with everything we or people have predicted about the iPhone, the new iPhone design. Um, like edge to edge and then i guess that little cutout at the top um, for the sensors yep is i don't know if that was already known or not but i feel like there was you know some speculation that it would be like that so this kind of confirms it yeah um did you see kind of the accompanying like thing about how ios could look with this like split status bar
1: yeah, I've seen people like guessing as to like how they think they're because I mean, the, the weird thing is like a like it looks strange to have like a cutout at the top. And mm-hmm. the I guess the $64,000 question is like, are they going to make that visible because it's an OLED screen, right? So presumably if that thing if the cutout is black, and they make the top left and the top right of the screen black as well, kind of like what they do with the Apple Watch. It can kind of fade away and look like a seamless bar up top, except for like you can still display stuff in the top right and top left. Right. Uh, or they might just embrace like, whatever, we have a notch up top and uh, you'll be able to see it, but who cares, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, so what do you think? Do you think they are going to throw some stuff up there?
1: I think that they will have a black background at the top to make it look more seamless. And just ignore it. Well, I mean, there'll be like the cell signal at the top, and then I think maybe the the um, the status bar will be like dual height, so you can still have stuff underneath there, but you can just have more notifications up top.
0: Okay, all right. That's my um, do you guess. think they're going to move the navigation buttons to the bottom? So, okay, so there's no home button, right? Right. Um, so virtual home button. Yeah. And the navigation on the bottom, besides the home button
1: yeah i mean i think that the bottom so like ming chi quo says it'll be like a function row in the bottom which i think makes sense Mm -hmm. um whether that will be like permanent navigation or not like i I thought about like whether like i think with the new iphone and the new version of ios that they would try to go with like more stuff on the bottom because that's just more easy to hit yep um but i don't think it'll it'll like always be the buttons and that's it right like i think it will swap out into like different things depending on the context
0: okay so how will that home button work then? Like let's say the screen is being used and you want to get out. If you just tap, will like apps not be able to use that like middle area? Will that be like reserved just for the home button?
1: That's my guess. I mean, the other thing that I was thinking is like do it kind of like how they do the um, like the iPad on iOS 11 where they have the dock and it's just hidden and then you swipe up and then it comes up and then you can hit it. Okay. So they might do something like that, I guess, um, like a dock mm-hmm. that has a home button. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess my guess would be just like a a home button there that's that's there most of the time.
0: Okay, And, you know, gotcha. maybe if
1: you're watching a movie or maybe if you're doing something, it can disappear, so it's not there. But um, not that you have to actively do something to, to make it appear.
0: Okay. So with the home button being, like, part of the screen, how are we going to, like, do Touch ID? Is there going to be, like, a <laughs> Touch ID... Like, sensor I, what like
1: do under you think? the screen. Okay, so one of the rumors, right? One of the rumors is that there's like infrared face, facial recognition. Mm-hmm. And then Ming Chi Kuo says this iPhone will have no touch ID. Like, not even like the rumor was whether they would be able to put it on the back. Put it on the back, or like they can definitely put it on the back, but whether they would want to do that is another question, or mm-hmm. whether they've developed like the technology to embed it in the screen. Yep. Um, and that was like what people were kind of hoping for, I think, cause that's like pretty cool if they could do that, which apparently mm-hmm. the note, the note eight or whatever, the next note phone, uh, that's rumored to do that. So it's possible, okay. but, um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Ming-Chi Kuo says now no touch ID at all, which seems a little weird, like only facial recognition. Like, what do you think okay. about that?
0: I mean, I think this kind of lines up with it based on what you see in the firmware, um, there's like been leaks of something called like Pearl, right? Pearl ID. Yep. So, um, and this is what like an infrared face detection. Yeah.
1: Do you think Pearl ID has to do with your teeth? Like, do you think you have to like smile at it and then like uh, that's how it unlocks? Smile unlock.
0: Smile to unlock. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe no, I don't. I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, but. Like, do you think this, this will be, one, accurate, two, like, easy to trick? Like, if I print out a picture of you and put it over my face? I mean, they probably have already planned for this kind of stuff happening, right? Because they know the first thing that people are going to try to do is yeah. try to, like, fool this system.
1: Everyone knows that except for Samsung, which apparently <laughs> right, right. <laughs> put out a phone that does exactly that. But, um, I mean, I mean, so the rumor is two front cameras right? Mm-hmm. So maybe like uh, portrait mode for the selfie camera. And then, you okay. know, obviously if you have two front cameras, you can do depth, like depth perception. Yep. So my guess is that coupled with like these, this infrared sensor, that's going to be up in that little notch area. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I'm skeptical, right? I think like the most, the thing that people are most skeptical of is like, uh, if the, if the phone is on the table you have to, like, kind of hover your face over it to unlock it, right? Or do you have to pick up the phone and, like, point it at your face? Yeah. But, um, I mean, I think that Apple, when they first released Touch ID, people were skeptical because, they, you know, people have tried fingerprint sensors before and they weren't that great. So I think Mm -hmm. that if they do switch to this, um, as skeptical as I am, like, I I think that they probably have it done pretty well. Maybe not perfect because they came out with Touch ID version 2 but um yeah
0: whereas faster right
1: or it's even better
0: but i think that they've probably the first version will be good enough
1: yeah they probably pass some minimum threshold of it being acceptable yeah
0: okay i mean that's exciting i'm excited to see what it's like this phone looks looks pretty good um there's also what smart camera did you see that
1: yeah smart yeah so apparently it will like detect the scene
0: right and then set the ideal like exposure shutter speed so if you're doing like sports you would think like faster shutter speed and
1: yeah i see I, I can see that that's fine
0: okay i mean that that maybe we could have put in the boring side <laughs> it's still kind of cool
1: <laughs> wait so what do you think about like the uh, the notch like, do you think they're going to show it or hide it or and what do you think they're going to do with the navigation like the home button
0: yeah i think that little part is that that will be there will be black and then yeah you could have like the the signal carrier info and like whatever is whatever else is up on the top right like alarm battery that kind of stuff mm mm-hmm um but it will that part will be black like that whatever that short height Yeah. Um, so then you have like a whole then what you're left with is a rectangle um that isn't like you know broken up by this little like wedge part mm-hmm. and then yeah i saw some mock up i don't know where it is um but it seemed to make sense like cuz you know how like the the current like designed like apple apps have like a lot of white space at the top yeah did you see that that particular article? Yeah, I think like he, well the mock-up? guy that
1: the guy that thought that they were going to move the navigation bars to the bottom like yeah. the back button and like the you know like those things. Yeah,
0: all the stuff that's kind of up there at the top right now. Yeah. Moving it next to like the, the home sides button. of the home button. Yeah. Uh, like the design looks like it makes a lot more sense. Uh, it looks better when you look at it, I think. I mean, he had one, like, a weird one with, like, a clock in the hole. Like,
1: yeah, because, like, where but... are you going to put the clock, right? Like, if the notch <laughs> is up top, right? And, like, yeah. the time is up top. Yeah. I, people just assume it's going to go underneath there. And, like, I guess if it's a double height status bar, then that's probably fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that's just, like, that'll be... I, I'm most excited to see, like, hardware-wise, how this is kind of shaping up. Mm-hmm. I feel like the software will be... You know, we'll be okay. But um, yeah, like the fingerprint versus pearl, um, like it's nice to see this the design kind of solidified. Um, so I don't know. Well, you think is this coming out later than we expect?
1: Well, they just had the earnings, and like apparently they are predicting like a very big third quarter. Okay. So people infer that to mean that it's not delayed. Okay. But I mean, who knows, right? Like, because I mean, John Gruber had a piece a couple of weeks ago talking about how um, it's probably going to be supply constrained, like heavily supply constrained, and so in order to kind of combat them or combat the the high demand, they would maybe even go upwards of like fifteen hundred dollars for this phone. That is right?
0: crazy. Who's gonna pay that? I think he kind
1: of revised it to like maybe he thinks more like twelve or thirteen hundred dollars. Okay, but it's still a lot of money, right? Um, which, which makes sense to me. Like I, I think, I mean, as crazy as it sounds to have like a twelve $1, thirteen $1,300 phone, like I'm not saying that makes sense, but, um, I guess if they wanted to see how much money they can make, how, how high they can push the price and also kind of make sure, cause if it's like 999, that's expensive. But like we said in the past, like it's not so expensive that like, I think a good number of people will still shell out that money to, to buy this phone if it's this school. Yeah. And so they're going to just have, like, a ton of people that are going to be not buying the the smaller, like, the cheaper phones, right? And they're going yeah. to just hold out for this phone. And who knows, like, if it's really supply constrained, maybe they're waiting two months or something like that. And that's not good either, right?
0: Okay. Yeah. So if you make true. it,
1: like, way higher, then maybe people are like, yeah, maybe I'll just wait till next year when the price comes down or, or something like that. And they'll just settle for the other phones, like the cheaper phones. S- yeah, right.
0: Okay. So, I mean, right now you're going to buy an iPhone 7 plus. You're going to buy it like unsubsidized. Yep. And then you can buy it in a 256 gig capacity. Mm -hmm. And that right now will cost you pretty much a thousand bucks.
1: Yeah. 979, right?
0: 969. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 969. Okay. Um, so, I mean, how much more do you, you, you think like 1200?
1: That seems reasonable to me. Okay. It's something that I was thinking about today, right? Cause like, I think a long time ago I asked you like how expensive is too expensive where you don't think you would buy it. And I think you said 1500. Yeah. Which, which makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's say it was like, uh, I don't know, 1200. Right. So like, yeah. or 1300. Right. So maybe yeah. you're like, eh, maybe I'll buy it. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like walking around with this like $1,300 phone like you will feel a little self-conscious that like it's kind of like driving around not that i have this experience but like driving around in like a lamborghini right where like you know people are kind of looking at you and they're like that guy's really rich i mean not that like a a 1300 dollars phone is that rich but like it's pretty flashy right like you're saying like i just paid like this much money for this phone where most people pay half as much money for like a, a similar phone yeah like do you think like whether you could afford it or not is, is a different question, but like, do you want to feel like that? Or do you think that that will like discourage you from buying this phone, even if you had the money to do it or not? Uh,
0: I don't, I don't think it's like a, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it like a, like a car. I think it's sure. kind of like, what is the thing that works for you? So more like, like a laptop. Like I walk around with like a, you know, $2,800 sure. laptop. Right, right that's true um but then people aren't like oh you know that's like the like you know loaded out macbook pro or something you know yeah um i don't think it's like it's that
1: it's not that gaudy okay
0: yeah um so I, i wouldn't really care i would just worry about like someone like jacking it i guess but
1: yeah that's true um
0: i mean even if that happens like you know your data could be locked but you would still like lose the phone or something so that would that would really suck um yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know when I think about like paying 969, like I didn't, right? Cuz I I got the the 128 gig. Mm-hmm. So I paid 869. Um so that feels better like hitting like being well under that $1000 window cuz I mean the first iPhone that came out, the iPhone 1, I paid 650 for it, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Um and it was unsubsidized. Um and you still had to like, you know, be on like a plan but i don't know 650 for that and then now i'm paying like 869 for like the base iphone 7 plus
1: price creep yeah it's, keeps it's going it's up pretty crazy oh. Oh, even mimi's upset Hi, mimi yeah
0: <laughs> i know exactly <laughs> yeah. so i don't know i i would hope that it would be closer to a thousand dollars than 1500 yeah um, but I just hope they don't like screw us over on like storage capacity like oh, here I, you can get the sixty four gig yeah. for twelve hundred and then the two fifty six for like thirteen hundred then I'm gonna be like, okay really i, I mean sixty
1: four seems <laughs> like the the least they could possibly do, right because like um the last thing they want to do is, like, come up with this, like, oh, this is the most amazing phone, and we can get away with this because we're charging a lot of money, and also, like, we don't need to make that many of them, right? And then, like...
0: Skimp out. Yeah, on. skimp out on, like, the
1: storage, right? But like, I feel
0: like they have done that before on yeah, their phone. Yeah,
1: right, right, but not, not like, for this aspirational model where it's, like, this is, like, the future phone, right? Like, that, that seems, like, a little bit too much if they did that. So, I, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to go with, like, 128, like, 64... Possibly, but like they're not going to go with like a thirty-two gig, you know, iPhone yeah, Pro, right? Yeah. Like, but I think wouldn't sixty-four. You be is so minimum.
0: sad if it's sixty-four and then two fifty-six. That would be like classic <laughs> Apple. It would be to classic just, Apple. Like, milk another hundred bucks out of you.
1: I think they can get away with like just giving you at least one twenty-eight, um, if it's going to be like do twelve or twelve base. Or well, so, like not like maybe they can do like a nine ninety-nine for sixty-four, and then they uh-huh. can do like one twenty-eight or two fifty-six for like twelve hundred or something like that. Okay. Right. So essentially they are pushing you to like the twelve hundred range or like the thirteen hundred dollar range, but yep. you can get in there with sixty four at like a much more reasonable price, maybe? I don't know.
0: Yeah, but I guess if you do like the twenty four month plan and you're paying thirteen hundred it comes out <laughs> to <that's> like <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like Plus you use it every day, Mike. Month. So like you know, you rationalize it that way and it's like, yeah, you're only really paying this much for a cup of coffee if a you day. You don't get
0: coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, either way, I think I'm going to buy it just cause like, this is the device I use the most out of any other device. Yeah. It's the device that I use to capture photos of, you know, my child, like yeah. for most of the time I, you know, 90% of the photos are taken with my phone. Um, like half, probably more than, you know, all the stuff that I look up is like on my phone. So, I mean, we've talked about this, I think before, but this is like, kind of like
1: how we rationalize very, it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a
0: very important device in our lives. And so, if it's going to like cost 12 or 1300 to get like, you know, a better camera, like it's faster, you know, that's well, that's all stuff that's like meaningful and adds like value to your life.
1: What do you think about like do you what how do you think this phone is going to compare with like the iPhone 7, 7s and the iPhone 7s plus, right? So obviously the form factor is going to be different right like the the 7s 7s plus will look exactly or you know very similar to the current phone right yeah. or that's what people are saying i think john gruber thinks that maybe the 7s 7s plus and the pro will all be different than the current phones which is interesting but like do you think that they will all have the same processor or do you think like the pro is going to be like even faster and we'll have an even better camera. You know, like, you think there are going to be differences even amongst that? Or is it going to just be like, yeah, if you want the speed and the camera and all that stuff, like, you can just get the regular 7S Plus and you won't get the OLED screen. You won't get the edge-to-edge. But in terms of performance, it will be the same.
0: Uh, no, I think there will be performance and camera differences. Everything will be better. Yes.
1: So it's like essentially releasing Step like, S and think, an iPhone eight in the same like, next think the generation.
0: S will have the like the dual the, camera, uh, in the, front. the Pearl ID.
1: Oh no, right, right, right. But I'm saying like in terms of like the processor speed. Do you think they're going to come out with like I don't even know what processors they're they're up to, but like will they use the same processor or or maybe like the Pro will use like an X version in like a, a phone form factor? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Okay. I think it'll be just be like just like overdrive. You know, on everything, camera will be like I don't know if it'll be you know way better or marginally better, but I think it will be better. Hmm. I I don't think it will just be like the display and the form factor and like the Pearl ID. The phones right now I think are A10 with the A10 Fusion chip or something. Okay. Um.
1: So maybe eight, both have like A11 and A11x.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? You think it's going to be pretty similar performance wise, except for OLED. Um, facial recognition,
1: because I think they're in like a tricky situation where if it's like if it's really like they're releasing like the iPhone 7s and 7s plus, and then like you know people were calling it the iPhone eight, right? Where it's like the next generation of phone at the same time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then unless it's like a lot more money, I think most people will just get the latest, greatest phone, right? Like the the best, the absolute best they can get, right? Yep. But I think that if they can position it where, sure, it might not have like the facial unlock, but it will have like a really good touch ID, which people are fine with, right? But maybe it doesn't have the dual camera in the front, but like it has the same camera, same performance, same, you know, most things are the same. I think that will really help them with the supply constraint without having to push the price super high. So then I can see them going with like a thousand dollar phone for like the OLED model, right? Because a lot of people will be like, yeah, that's a nice phone. But I'll just pay, you know, I'll save $200 and or I'll save $300 and just get, you know, basically the same phone for $300 less. So, you know, you kind of don't disincentivize people from getting the cheaper models. Right. But if you release like a super fast, like it's much faster and it takes much better pictures and it does all these things and it's $300 more, I think then people, the people are like, well, I don't want to get the 7S because that's kind of crappy. Right. Like when the other phone does all this stuff and it's a little bit more money
0: yeah i mean i don't think it'll be like much faster like i think the, but i think it will definitely be differentiated by performance um like what if your like 7s can't record 4k 60 or something
1: might, sure, they might right um, so but that's like a fringe case right like i think most people don't care about that Mm-hmm. so I yeah sure I think they can do something like that where but I don't know that I mean I think it would make more sense if it's like I don't think it's going
0: to be like we put like a 32 megapixel sensor in the <laughs> 8 and then like a 23 megapixel sensor in the 7s right I think the cameras will be you know similar yeah um, but yeah I think there will be like differentiating features like that like um, you know like the 4k video recording for example something like that
1: no i I can see that i mean i I think that like it's almost enough just with the form factor like you have like a bigger screen in a smaller size and it's oled and it's edge to edge um and it has the facial unlock stuff i think that's enough for like really geeky like you know hardcore apple fans to you know want that and pay more for that but the Mm -hmm. average person will be like yeah, that's really cool, but, like, I just don't care. You know, I, there are so many people that have, like, broken phones with, like, broken screens on the subway, right? And they, yeah. they're they not going to pay for that because they just don't care enough, right? Yep. And it doesn't make their iPhone 7S feel crappy in comparison. Mm-hmm. So I think that as, the more similar that they can make these phones and differentiate by the form factor alone, I think, makes more sense.
0: I see what you're saying. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see soon. Ish. Yep. Um, I wanted to talk about Game of Thrones, but I think we're we're kind of at our podcast limit. Yeah. So maybe we'll save it for when Bear comes next time.
1: Sure. Just real quick. Like, are you happy with the new season, or not? like, what did you want to talk about before we we don't need to go get into it, but like,
0: I just want to talk about everything that's going on yeah. this season. Like, it's just so it's just so fast paced. So much is happening. Like stuff that would have taken like a whole season. Like happening in an episode. Yeah. Like I feel like battles they would save for like, you know for the end of the season? Almost end of the season. Happens at the end of the episode, right? (laughs) Yeah. The end of like every episode. There's something crazy going on. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean fewer episodes, but like what a breakneck like pace. So there's like so much that I want to like talk about.
1: Friend of the show Elam, though, he doesn't like it. He's not really he's not happy with the new season. Why? I don't know. He, he thinks that like the uh, the dialogue is not as good, like the the plot points are not as good as prior seasons. Um, so it's interesting. I I wasn't sure whether you're gonna go with like a uh, the season's awesome or like the season sucks.
0: Um, I mean, overall, it's like it's nice because you're going fast and you're getting to you're going somewhere fast, but at the same time, it's going so fast that you miss out on probably the stuff that Elam likes. Yeah. Like you miss out on some of the like the the setup, like the yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'll, I'll say that like for me, um, I never read the books, and like I often got confused by all the characters and all the storylines, and sometimes I was like, "Wait, who's that guy again?" Or like, you know, what are they doing again? Uh, uh-huh. So now that we're getting later in the series, and like most of the people are killed off, um, yeah. it's much better for me because it's easy for me to keep track of like what's happening. Okay. Right. There's just less storylines and like the storylines yeah. that do exist I know more or less like what's going happen like what's what's happening. Uh-huh. So it's easier for me to follow. So I, I actually like this season.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean I think overall I like it also. It's just I wish there was more of it.
1: Yeah. Like, Wait, so how many episodes we're... are there this season? Seven?
0: Seven and seven? Is that what's left?
1: And how many have we had? Three? We've had three. So
0: we're halfway through. Yeah, almost halfway through. Sad. Sad. Sad
1: sad <laughs> yeah even Mimi's so upset
0: all right um you can follow us at for the podcast uh you can catch any episodes um for the podcast.com or I don't know iTunes I haven't done this this part in a while <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what to say do we still have a support link somewhere maybe there may be may or may not be a support link at for the podcast.com where if you um type in um Search box, take you to Amazon. We get a little kickback uh, from stuff you buy. Um, I think that's it. Yep. All right. We'll see you uh, next time, Jason. Sounds good. All oh, right.
1: Bye. Bye.